We're on a mission from God. And now for something completely different. This is Pastor Jolly John Lekumski coming to you from KFUO Radio right here in Metropolitan St. Louis, Missouri. And right next to me, I have a, a Missourian right here. That's right. Yeah, you make it sound so cool here, John, <laughs> the, the station here at KFUO. Man, it is cool. Uh, and I am Pastor Matt Youngblood Clark from Ascension Lutheran Church in beautiful South St. Louis. And this is... Wrestling, wrestling with, with the, the basics. basics and something really exciting this afternoon, this evening. What is it, Matt? Tell us all what's it going is on. You're working hard today for our fifth annual live nativity. So, uh, yeah, stop by Ascension. We'd love to have you. We are. What's the address, by the way? We are at uh, the corner of Donovan and Eichelberger. That's usually the best way to describe okay. it. Donovan 5347 and Donovan. Okay. But Donovan and Eichelberger. No, no. I- will that show up though? Because you said they're changing the names of the streets. Oh, it's true. Yeah, that in, in our St. Louis Hills neighborhood, yes, uh, Reindeer uh, Avenue, Snowflake Street, <laughs> Candy Cane Lane, uh, all the number, all the names are changed. Uh, but really, I mean, people rent like buses and limousines and drive through the neighborhood. Yeah, and yeah. traffic is atrocious. Uh, and then you stop by Ted Drews, and everything's okay. <laughs> But so Ted Drew's is open? Oh, it's open. Selling you ice bet cream? they're open. They're selling not just ice cream. They're selling Christmas, Christmas trees. trees? All right. uh, so, yeah, please stop by. It's a, it's a, it's a nighty, nice evening out. Uh, we will be there at the Live Nativity from uh, 5.30 until 9 p.m. Uh, we have free hot chocolate and uh, Christmas cookies for you. Just follow the searchlight. Uh, that's going to be. You have a searchlight. Search Isn't that oh, cool, John? I yeah. Wanted a search I know, light. My whole ministry. Yeah. I wanted a searchlight. Cool? I yeah, never that's had a pretty cool. Light. You know, you've arrived in ministry when you have a searchlight. Oh, man, no, I'm going to feel. Okay, that's all right. Envy is a sin, so I won't. I won't envy your searchlight. Oh, John. Uh, but anyway, yeah, please do stop by, and uh, and you'll be there. I will People be there. I'll be the guy. You, I will be hand. the one dressed like a pastor, mixing okay. and mingling. You'll probably find me over at the uh, the hot chocolate and Christmas cookie <laughs> That's stand. That's what most I was thinking. Evening. If you're looking for me, so over the hot chocolate. <laughs> so here's my plan. For, oh, by the way, uh, bacterian. Uh, that is a two-hump camel. Dromedarian is a one-hump camel. And the way you tell the difference is think of the beginning letter. The letter B has two what? Two, two humps. humps. Whoa. So that's a bacterian and a D for dromedarian. This is the one hump. There you go. Very nice. Some camel. Don't tell... Don't ever say you don't get anything out of this show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's right. It is, it's we a, are packed. Educational show for the whole family. <laughs> and it's not right. just Bible knowledge. It's... Dramedary knowledge. <laughs> so here's here's what I'd like to do, but, <laughs> yeah. but I'm not sure if I want to do it anymore. Because okay. I thought what would really be fun, because I'm retired now. Before, yes. I, I was doing Saturday night services, see? Sure. But I don't do that anymore. I thought you and I could dress up like the Christmas donkey. <laughs> But I'm, I don't know if I want to do that because you said last week that you like to be able to talk and visit with the people that show up, which means that I'd have to be the tail end of the donkey. <laughs> that's so right. I got to mix not, and mingle. And I'm not so sure that's what I want to uh, do. Boy, I, mean, I want to go back to the drawing board on that one. <laughs> okay. The old Christmas donkey. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> 
shoot. Oh yeah. So anyway, yeah. Stop by. It'll, it'll yeah. be a good time, and uh, we we just might we might do that. Yeah. So we, we've got. Well, you could see Pastor Jolly John Lakomsky then, boy. <laughs> Uh, the one that looks like a donkey. The one that looks like <laughs> the, the tail end of a donkey. That's funny. A lot of people say that about me. I'm not beginning to make sense. I'm sorry. So, uh, so, so uh, yes. for our live animals, the way we raise money for that is, yeah. is we have this board out in our, our little lobby area as yeah. people come in. and uh, So we have these these animals. We have a donkey. We have a camel. We have a sheep. Uh, you know, all the oh, animals cool. are going to be in the live nativity. But then we, we've... We have them on foam board, their pictures, and we've yeah. cut them up into segments. <laughs> and then we put a price tag on each one of their parts. And so it, it's kind of gruesome, you know, as this thing is on display. People take a part, like a leg of lamb or the back of the donkey or the hump of the camel, and they they, they give their donation, put it in an envelope with their animal part and, and return it back. Part. But during the process, it's kind of gruesome because you just have these these dismembered animals. <laughs> hanging on the board. Hanging on the board. Oh, man. I don't think you need to reconsider mm. that method, too. <laughs> <laughs> I know the young kids come in. They just scream. Oh my goodness, mommy! What happened to the, what happened to the <laughs> darkies? His, his hands uh. busy. <laughs> um, so Matt, you've been doing this whole uh, uh, cloud of witnesses, right? Yeah. That was the theme from Hebrews. Sure. And do you have a a, a cloudy witness for Christmas? <laughs> we do, John. Okay. Yes. So we want to look at someone who uh, actually they're remembered, oh, they're commemorated. Oh wait, you got a sound effect? Yeah, okay. Because yeah, we only get to use this room. isn't there anyone who knows what christmas is all about and there of course always all right now there's no time for foolishness always appropriate and, and we're going to tell people what christmas is really all about that's right yeah that's okay right. and we'll do it through uh yeah well next week we're really going to talk about yeah christmas. it's our it's our annual christmas episode yes with the jalapeno corn oh yeah yep, yep, yeah yeah and i will tell my favorite christmas story i think i've done it in the past but oh boy grandpa john will tell <laughs> we'll have the kids sit down Gather around, and, kids. all right but what are we going to talk about today all right we are going to talk about uh, St. Lucia, or Lucia, however you want to say it. Um, Santa Lucia. No, that's a different song. I, I think Sorry. that's Ave Maria. Uh, okay, well, it works for Santa Lucia. <laughs> but there Lucia, is though. a, yeah, well, is there, there is, there is a Santa Lucia song. Really? And maybe that is how it starts. You know, I'm not, we, we don't sing it at church. But, I don't either. But it is, it's beautiful. Google okay. it uh, if you're at home. Right. Uh, check it out. It's beautiful. Um, and I think the words are pretty simple. It's kind of repeat. But anyway, yeah. uh, but but this uh, St. Lucia, Lucia, she uh, is remembered here in mid-December. So it's, that's kind of cool that we're going to talk about her you know, at the same time that she's just remembered. She's not that big of a deal here in the U.S., no, right? No, I've never heard of her before. Well, actually, I have, but I mean, no, you don't see her yeah, on kids don't Christmas. get off school no, for no, San, no, yeah. yeah, There's no peanuts no Christmas special on yeah, Lu- yeah. Lucia. So. I, she might be in one of the... Now that you mention it, I think maybe. Well, I don't. Go ahead. There's a I'm Christmas just special. I can kind of picture her in one of the Peanuts episodes, really? like Sally dressed Is up. Is that part. right? Maybe not. We gotta do our I, research. I have these dreams sometimes that we need to talk about it off air. Okay, go ahead. We'll do that. <laughs> but in in Scandinavian countries, she's a big deal. Yeah, she's a yeah. big deal. So uh, people, you know, they they bake different things for to celebrate and gingerbread and all that good stuff. Uh, but it, it's kind of interesting because especially in the north there in, in Scandinavia, yeah. um, it's pretty dark this time of year. It is. I mean, it there's is. only a few hours of sunlight, so it's pretty dark. Dark days this time of year in mid-December. And so this St. Lu- Lucia is this festival of light 
Okay, yeah. You might say. And usually there is a, a girl or a young lady who will dress up. She'll be St. Lucia, and she will wear... Do you know what she wears, John? Well, she has like a wreath with candles <laughs> on crazy. her head. And it's yeah. scary because they're real candles. We're not talking about the little light bulb things. Yeah, this is the, if you yeah. want to do it right, you, yeah. you do the real deal. So, yeah, again, listeners, Google so, that if you yeah. want to. And lay off the hair spray when you That's do that. That's right. Yeah, no Aquanet yeah. that day. No, because, man, you just go up and... Anyway, whoosh, whoosh. Um, so yeah, it looks like a wreath. It looks like a wreath around their head with candles. Uh, why are they dressing up like that? Well, I, I did a little research. Okay, and the 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 tradition, at least, is is that Saint Lucia, real person, uh, uh-huh. lived uh, during Emperor Diocletian. Real, oh. real person as well. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. So he, we had talked about uh, Constantine, yes. right? He's just before Constantine, right? And he's hostile to Christians, extremely hostile. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, that's probably with the worst persecution, and it was em- empire wide. A lot of the persecutions were just in local, but he actually literally sponsored the destruction of churches and Christians through the entire Roman Empire. Yeah, bad news for the Christians. And so uh, Saint Lucia, she uh, would go and she would care for the Christians in the catacombs as oh, they wow. met there in secret and, and okay. worship there. So you're, you're underground. It's dark. You know, this is a, a burial place many times, these catacombs. And the, the tradition, at least, is, is that she would bring them food and okay. other provisions. And in order to carry as much as she could, uh, she put the light for her on her head. Oh, cool. So her arms were taken up, her hands were taken up by holding a candle or a torch. And then with those candles on her head, she would walk and then deliver the provisions to the Christians. Now, now we actually did, St. Lucia, we have the tradition in our church of taking a, a country and trying to do Christmas as they would do it in that country. Yeah, and one, one year we did Scandinavian, so we had the gal dress up. Uh, but I did not know the reason for that. That is super cool. Cool. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. kind of neat. It is so, neat. It's quite a tradition. That, that's that's why they do that. Yeah. And, and then we're, we're going back like eighteen hundred years. These are yeah. the you know, the two hundreds. So we're going back quite a ways. Yeah. Uh, so Saint Lucia. So uh, that that's kind of a tradition. Here we do know some other things about her okay. too. Um, so uh, kind of kind of interesting. This she's a young woman uh, in her probably in her her late teens or early twenties. Uh, and she was living, again, in that Roman Empire under uh, Diocletian, uh, where Christianity was still outlawed, still illegal. Uh, she was born to wealthy parents. Really? Um, noble parents. Her father died when she was still just a child, and he left her with a, a pretty large dowry. Okay. With an inheritance, you might yeah. say. And usually that would become hers and her husband's when they get married, yeah. right? Yeah, so, you know, it's pretty common. Uh, but even when she was pretty young, uh, she already uh, was a Christian. She already decided that she would not marry, okay. that she would vow to remain single. Uh, but she, she did that for a special purpose. She vowed to remain single so that her dowry that would have been hers, would have been her husband's, would have gone right? Would husband, yeah. 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 But instead of it going to them, if she remained single, then she could use it for the poor. Okay. Then she could use it for those in need. Uh, and I think that's pretty remarkable for some teenager, right? St. Yeah, Lucy, yeah. Lucia, uh, late teens, early 20s, she's going to use this for the poor, she decides. Oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, so so that's that's Lucia's plan, but that's not mom's plan. Oh, okay. Yes, okay. and that, that's where the trouble happens. All right. So her mother, uh, against uh, St. Lucia's wishes, although she probably wasn't called St. Lucia back then. No, probably Lucia, at that point. I'm guessing yeah, at yeah. that point, uh, betrothed her to this, this wealthy young man. Okay. It doesn't sound so bad, uh, but he's a pagan. 
He's not a follower of Jesus. And, 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 and let's just reflect on the fact that everything you've said at this point is actually a miracle of God because Christianity at that time was primarily slaves, servants, the lower classes who really didn't have much in this world. And so, yeah, the appeal of Christianity was here's something that would be better for you. But you're right. Everybody else was pagan. I, I don't know if we comprehend that because in our world today, mostly Christians, we have some atheists and everything. But at this time, no. It was a pagan society. Yeah. That's the norm, right? Yeah. And and certainly your rich people, your influential people, your senators, your politicians, they're all pagans because, of course, that's what you need to be. Yeah. So, okay. So our mom found her a good pagan Pagan. man who had a a good paying job or, you know, at least some some means, right? Uh, But, yeah, they're they're worshiping the emperor. They're worshiping the the gods of Rome. Uh, They're they're pagans, right? Um, Okay. So, um, as as time passed, though, uh, Lucia, she persuades her mom to call off the wedding. Okay. So, so uh, yeah, she calls off the wedding. Uh, she even allows her to, to start distributing her dowry to the really? poor. Yeah, really? So, yeah, way to go, mom. Uh, but guess who's not very happy? The the, the uh, fiancé. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Her, her fiancé, her betrothed, he was furious. I because, would be, too. Yeah, because here's the thing. Not only is he not going to be marrying... Uh, Lucia, but yeah. now he doesn't even get this dowry too from this pretty uh, a well-to-do family. Well, and you know, Lucia, she's the gal you want to marry because she's got the lights on her head and she can use both hands cleaning the house. <laughs> it's like a deal. I Plus know. Plus money. She's a she was a great catch. Yeah. Wasn't she <laughs> she would have been. <laughs> so guess what he does. What does he do, Matt? He rats on her. So he goes to the Romans oh, and he says, you're hey. Kidding. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and this is the time of persecution. Okay, this yeah. This Lucia, she's wearing this uh, wreath on her head with the candles. You know why she's doing that? <laughs> yeah. If she's tending to the Christians. She, she herself is a Christian. And she'd be easy to pick out, too. She'd be easy to yeah. pick out of the crowd. The one with the candles on her head. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, so they arrest her. Okay. Uh, and And... She's martyred. She's put to death for the faith. Unbelievable. Um, isn't that terrible? I did not yeah. Know any so of this. I mean, all this. Yeah. I mean, just you know, wow, what a life. You know, and and again, this this young woman. You know, think of a high school or college yeah. age. Yeah. You know, she's just dedicated to following Jesus Christ. So she's willing to to suffer death even yeah. rather than deny him. So there's uh, this uh, this tradition says at least that Lucia was uh, was slain, killed with a dagger. Okay. But before. She was killed. Uh, her eyes were gouged out. Oh, Can you believe wow. that? I know. Yeah. So if you, um, if you Google that, <laughs> yeah. you'll have images, even in churches, especially in Scandinavian countries, that have stained glass windows and other uh, artwork of, of St. Lucia. And she's usually pictured with her, her eyes, eyes, usually on a platter oh, or some wow. kind of uh, plate. And that just shows, you know, that's yeah. the kind of death with which she yeah. died. Um, boy. Uh, so she's 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 a martyr. She died for the sake of her savior. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, anyway, uh, I, I guess what we want to talk about then is uh, what what can we learn about Saint Lucia then? You know, as our as our fellow Christians celebrate her right now at this time of year yeah. in Scandinavian countries, uh, how could we celebrate her and more importantly God's work in her life? Yes, right? Yes. Uh, of this of this saint, you know, this Christian woman. Uh, so yeah, I think one of the things uh, one of the things we can learn is just that. You know, to kind of put it succinctly is, you know, she's she's someone who gives up, you know, her dowry and in and a marriage and, and and in the end even gives up her life. And I think that that her life shows us that as Christians, we're not called to to be safe. No, uh, but we're called we are called to be sacrificial. 
Yes. We're not necessarily called to be safe, but we are called to be sacrificial. You know, St. Lucia did not play it safe when she wore those oh, candles no, no, and when no. she tended to other Christians. Uh, she wasn't playing it safe when she called off the marriage and she decided to distribute her money uh, to the poor. Uh, but she was being sacrificial and especially even giving up her own life uh, in the very end. Yeah. And, you know, one of the people that came to my mind um, when 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 we reflected on this, we reflect on this at Ascension, and, and it just so happened in the lecture of the Old Testament reading was about um, one of the individuals that's in the book of Hebrews. Okay. And in chapter 11 of Hebrews, it was all those who by faith did these things. Yeah, right, and, right. and one of them's Moses. And I was thinking about Moses. Um, and, and here's what it says about Moses. Okay. And, and our listeners are probably familiar with Moses, right? Uh, Moses was a, a Hebrew child, and his, his mother saves his life, doesn't throw him in the Nile to die, but puts him in the Nile in this basket. And he ends up growing up as a prince of Egypt, right? Uh, even in Pharaoh's household. Amazing. Uh, but then Hebrews chapter 11 says this. Uh, By faith, Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Ah, he didn't yeah, want to be the prince. There you go. But choosing rather to be mistreated with the people of God than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. He considered the reproach of Christ greater wealth than the treasures of Egypt, for he was looking to the reward. There you go. Wow. You know, it sounds like St. Lucia, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he gives up title as prince. He gives up his wealth. He gives up living in that household. And he considers the reproach of Christ greater than the treasures of Egypt. Uh, same with St. Lucia. You know, she considered, uh, boy, the, 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 the reproach, the even the, the death for the sake of Christ, greater wealth uh, than, than all the treasures of her dowry in this earthly world. Yeah, pretty neat. And I think both, you know, both of those people, they could have played it safe, though. I mean, Moses oh, yeah. could have just yeah. lived in Pharaoh's household, I, no big right. deal, I'm, you know. I'm the prince yeah. of Pharaoh, yeah, yeah that could be cool. Lucia could have got married, yep. she could have enjoyed her dowry, uh, but instead they, they chose what's eternal over what's fleeting. They chose to be sacrificial rather than to be safe. And I'm thinking, you know, Jesus could have done the same thing, right? I mean, he's a great, he's, he's attracting thousands and thousands of people. He's very, very popular. And yet he chooses, chooses rather to go this path that he knows will end up getting him nailed to a cross. Um, which, of course, is, as I'm listening to the story of St. Lucia, uh, and, and uh, you know, I, I think I'm, I'm glad you did this. I'm glad you've done the other ones because, I, I, you know, Lutherans are not known for doing a lot with saints, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, but I think we need to understand that we, we love these people that God has given and gave them these abilities and, and, and put them in these places, uh, like we talked last week about, about the, the guy that takes care of the Samaritan or the the Samaritan, rather, that takes, mm-hmm. you know, um, and, and to know that this comes, you, you could not, you cannot do this because you're going to be a really good person. Do you think that's what St. Lucia got up in the morning and said, you know, here's this teenage girl. Oh, I'm just such a good person. I'm going to give away all my, oh, I won't even get married. No, no, that, trust me, that would never come from yourself. She, she must have had other things going on in her life that she really, really understood the, the love that God had for her. Because that's where it comes from. It, it, it's the fruit of faith. Uh, and yeah. you will not find it. And we do it, Matt. You've done it too. And, and me, I, I think people think of pastors as being, oh, well, that's your job. You're, you're sacrificial. But, but, you know, it's not really in our nature. When, when you get a call at 2 o'clock in the morning because someone's in the hospital, do you jump out of bed and say, oh, great, I can go down to the hospital at 2 in the morning? Sadly, no. No, yeah. no we, we don't. Yeah. Our, our flesh does not, re- but, but somehow we do it and we enjoy it and we feel it's a blessing to us. And that all comes from God's love and forgiveness and Jesus Christ and, and that faith. So, uh, so yeah. t- anything? 
anything more? Well, no, yeah, I think, yeah. you know, just a, just a plea out there. We need church workers. You know, as yeah. long as you brought it up, you know, we need people working in the church. We need pastors. We need uh, teachers and principals and DCEs and missionaries and music directors and the list goes on and on and on. But people who work full time for the work of the Lord. And, yeah, it, it can be. You know, it's not the most lucrative career no, sometimes, no. right? Uh, but, but, you know, we're not called to be safe. We're called to be sacrificial. And, uh, you know, it's a privilege to serve. And I think for you and I as pastors, for St. Lucia too, again, like you pointed out, it's not, oh, we're, we're wonderful people, look at me, or a trust in works. But it, it goes back exactly to what you said. It goes back to Jesus' sacrifice on the cross for us. Now, that's the motivation, right? And, and when we ask, well, why did Jesus do that? Well, he didn't uh, turn a blind eye to us, but yeah. he, he died for us, for our salvation, came one of us. Exactly. Uh, he didn't live a life of safety. He lived a life of sacrifice beginning to end here in his earthly ministry. Yeah. And, and so what, what Jesus did and, and what we do because of his love for we love as he has first loved us, the Bible says, it, it, you know, say what Jesus said, hey, I heard these all these people and they're being persecuted and they have to hide. And I've got all these resources. I've got all these. I don't I don't need all this stuff. And, and that's all it was. It's just OK. I've got stuff that God has given me. I'm going to help out these people that don't have. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, uh, so we've made her into a saint. The church has made her into a saint. But I don't think she probably ever thought of herself in that way. She just said, hey, there's just like that guy going on the road that samaritan going on the, here's a needy person and i've got that i can help that person yep. so why wouldn't i why wouldn't yep. i do that and know? that's a beautiful thing when that just happens flows from yeah. faith yeah, that we realize everything we have is given to us by god and not only that it it, it still is god's yeah. <laughs> it's not like he gave it to us oh now it's john's now it's matt's <laughs> do what you want with it no it still belongs to him right um but anyway yeah just kind of wrap it up i yeah. think uh the, the way paul puts it uh, in Philippians, I think it's beautiful. What Jesus' sacrifice means for us, he, Paul writes, do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourself. Let each of you look not to his own interest, but to the interests of others. And then I love this line. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by becoming the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of man, and being found in human form, humbled himself, by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. Yeah. So Jesus does nothing out of selfish ambition, right? But he, instead he sacrifices. He gives his all for us. Read that first part of that verse again. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit. So so if, if you're going down into the catacombs wearing your white wreath with the candles thinking, yeah. hey, look at me, I'm St. Lucia. <laughs> Aren't I cool? <laughs> Nah, that's not what it is, is it? And she didn't do that. And Christians in faith don't do that. You're right. We just do it because there's somebody that has need. God has showered his blessings upon us. The greatest of which, of course, as Paul says, that we have the forgiveness of sins in Jesus Christ. So, uh, yeah, that, that's cool, though. So that makes me reflect on it, too, yeah. that it's not about selfish ambition. No, it's just about, well... There's somebody I can love and help. Yeah, yeah. Knowing that Jesus is. That's right. And, you know, think about who that is this Christmas. And maybe it is, you know, the people in your own household. Or maybe it oh, is. Yeah. Maybe it is the poor. Maybe it is someone who really is in need. Um, you know, uh, think about how you can sow them mercy, how you can sow them love, how you can perhaps sacrifice for the sake of, of the other, uh, motivated by Jesus' sacrifice for us. And, and you know, the irony is, though, I, I, do not, I do not think you'll think of it as a sacrifice. I think you'll just say, hey, I want to do this. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's exactly. Yeah.
Oh, yeah. it is time to close. <laughs> Next week, that's our big annual Christmas episode. The right? Christmas blowout. Yep, yep. So please join us for the Jalapeno Chorus, and I'll tell you my favorite Christmas story. This has been Wrestling with, with the, the Basics. basics.